Hey guys, welcome to Unlearned. Unlearned. How have y'all been? Good. I, I, like, I don't know. I'm, I haven't seen Misha in a little bit. I've been out of the country, just kind of ignoring American politics. It's been amazing. She's been on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Anniversary. <gasps> Speaking of anniversaries, is Misha and I's one year anniversary? The show's. What'd you give me, Cat? One years old. Um, I got you these flowers. They're, they really are flowers. <laughs> yeah, but don't. You don't know what take you really got me? It's a year of friendship. Yes. Thank you. One beautiful year. You got materialistic. I got deep. <laughs> you said, here's an item. <laughs> no, I reject gifts. the flowers. I have you. You love gifts. Okay, but yes, we have each other, and that's beautiful and magical. How was your vacation? Uh, you, it was, it was amazing because most of the, t- most of, uh, the TV shows were not in English, so I could, had no idea what was going on in the world, and that was very relaxing. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, because I came home to some mess, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was beautiful. Went through a few places in Europe, checked out Belgium, a few places Apparently in it's very crunk. Belgium is the most lit country I've ever been to. Don't sleep on it. I know it's tiny. You heard Don't it here. Don't sleep on it. It's, it's wild there. We Brussels. should get Belgium to sponsor us. Because <laughs> you're so on Belgium right now. Yo, bars in Brussels stay open until 8 a.m., man. Those streets are lying. <laughs> It was that explains so much crazy but you know we also saw the classics like paris london amsterdam so that was mm-hmm. super dope you eat a macaroni I, I did i did I, was it the best thing you ever ate it was a little sweet i'm don't i know it just that i mean it was that particular macaroon can i tell you what i ate on my vacation what i went to south carolina y'all biscuits <laughs> i swear i gained eight pounds that's a guesstimate because I never stepped <laughs> on a scale, but I feel like for every biscuit I ate, I gained one pound. I revealed how many biscuits I ate. Eight. So many. I mean, a biscuit a day. It makes the weight go away. That proves that I shouldn't be a freestyle rapper. (laughs) That's what that just proves. Yeah, Yeah, stick to singing. Anyway, I'm glad we're back. Yeah, man. Uh, So this is premiering on Indigenous Peoples Day. I know your calendar said Columbus Day, but he uh, was a raping, pillaging, genocide um, founding father of the North Atlantic slave trade. Stop. So he was not. He was. He was a boat captain. <laughs> That's how they would put it in today's news. <laughs> so we're so we here unlearn every year celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day, mm-hmm. um, which kind of leads us into our first segment, Indigenous People Today. So <laughs> that was so smooth. I <laughs> just. Off the, off the top of the head. Um, <laughs> so um, you may or may not have heard about the Dakota Access Pipeline and how hard the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe has been working and fighting um, to get the pipeline uh, um, like well, shut to keep, down. Yeah, to keep the construction from uh, going underway. So... Huh. They turned. They, yeah, it's it's 
it's turned into this like really beautiful thing. Um, Black Lives Matter has turned out to support it. Um, there have been support from oh, like hundreds of other Native tribes around the country, as well as Canada, even from Ecuador. Ecuador. Um, so if you don't know a little bit about the situation, it's basically they're trying to build a pipeline through North and South Dakota, through Iowa and Illinois to connect to existing pipeline and as you know crude oil and pipelines tend to leak like let's look at the gulf coast and bp and like their only living source of water would be contaminated and water is life and like that's their entire motto for this protest that water is life and they're putting they're putting at risk the tribe's primary water source as well as and this is it's the missouri river i believe and it's actually the primary water source for millions of people um so to even attempt to jeopardize that or put that at, at risk is like disgusting and then they're also trying to build on ancient burial grounds it's what like, yes hold the phone yes yeah yeah and it's like has it the hasn't America not taken like have we not taken everything from Let, Kat, can we pause like, for we, a second? Yeah. Can we pause for a second? Mm-hmm. It's because we selfish Americans mm-hmm. can't walk nowhere. <laughs> I gotta drive to get my eight biscuits. <laughs> I gotta drive so I can gain my eight pounds. I can't walk nowhere. This is making me so mad. <laughs> sorry, Kat. I'm so sorry. I just had to interject. I mean, no, it's it's really kind of like sad and disgusting. And at one of the first uh, several protests that the tribe held, it was it was basically out of like 1950s, 1960s George Wallace's Alabama, where they had dogs, dogs attacking the members of this tribe. It was like. <laughs> yeah, that's so 50 years ago. Like, that's not cute anymore. You don't have dogs attacking protesters anymore. Like, I mean, it was never cute, but it was, it was never it cute. It was never cute. It, was never cute. it wasn't cute then. It's not cute now. <laughs> like, let, how about we let protesters protest because, oh, what? That's all right as Americans. And everyone just kind of, you know, chill the fuck out. Not the. I mean, they need to chill the fuck out with this motherfucking pipeline because to put people's water source at risk and to see the destruction that pipelines have caused, like there were, there are like places in Ohio, West Virginia with their water completely contaminated because we can't find alternative sources, alternative resources is like global warming is real. Like, and this is exactly what the tribe is saying. Like, global warming is real. Like, let's look at other resources. We don't need, like, we don't need oil. Like, let's stop being so We need to get oil. off this ball as life kick and need to get on this water as life kick. Right. Because people, pro- we got to get our priorities right. Thank you. Anyway, this is, that is the tomfoolery. Um, definitely show your support, show your love for the tribe and, like, you know, work to, like, fight to get this. To, like, get this nonsense. Fight the man. Yeah, man. Electric power. Hydroelectricity. And the oil industry. Wind power. I'm just throwing out alternatives. That's (laughs) (laughs) so educational. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Which is, uh, we're going to 
going to go into our segment. How about you do me the honor of introducing our segment for today, our main segment? Y'all, college and the American dream. Dun, 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 dun. We're just going to talk <laughs> about college. <laughs> And the American Dream. Cat watching <laughs> Nightline. What is that music? I'm trying to be creative and really put my personality into the music. It's beautiful. So ready? Cat. Cat. Don't don't step on my style. Don't sleep on me. Okay. What's the American Dream, Cat? How you do? How do you define that? From what I've been told, the American dream is uh, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And what if I don't got boots? Exactly. I was okay. about to say wow. that. Wow. Because it's like, pull yourself. I think that like if you immigrated here willingly, they gave you a pair of boots. But if you were brought here as a slave, you're bootless and you just stay bootless for generations. So. I ain't got no straps to pull on. I prefer flats, personally. Well, actually, I, I have one boot because my, my dad immigrated. Oh, because I got one white. boot. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole pair. You got a whole pair because your dad. <laughs> I'm one shoe cat. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I got a whole two shoes, I think. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. I think I would agree. I, the American dream, how I heard it, is the fact that you can start from nothing. And become president, mm-hmm. which is what Donald Trump is not proving. Because right. <laughs> he still started out with a million dollar loan. I mean, so the American dream is just basically Drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Exactly. Except he's Canadian. But and we, alma- we almost <laughs> the same. We almost. <laughs> the, can, <laughs> this is the question, though. Is college necessary to fulfill the American dream. We asked our listeners. Mm-hmm. Unanimously, they say, no. Hell no, it ain't. What you think, Kat? I think, I think that that's kind of the lie that we've been told. Like, I think that, like, I, I personally didn't want to go to college. Um, but my mom was like, well, that's the only way you'll be successful. I, in high school, I had excellent grades. I was in AP classes. Like, I love school, but I don't want to pay for it. Because, okay, also, backstory, I was mad poor. So my mom had no money to, like, send me to school. And I didn't want to have to pay for this really expensive education at a state school. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I, I was just like, well, whatever. I can just start making money now. But I ended up going to college, obviously. Again and again. Again at the endless cycle. But <laughs> no, it's like, well, I'm trying to break the cycle of poverty in my family. That's not so, what you said, Kat. Uh, I'm just interpreting. The endless cycle of education, being overeducated. Uh, I, I think that, I don't think, I think that my life would be very different had I not gone to college, but I think that I'd probably be more successful than I am now. Hmm. I would have had more work experience by now. I've had like a smooth decade. Actually, I do have a decade worth of experience, but that's, but not in a like not in a specific field. What you mean by this, Kat? Can you can you expound on this? How how are you gonna be more successful without a college degree? Um, I've seen people in my field without a college degree, but started right out of high school and are making six figures. Wow. I mean, it's it's like, 
some fields you really just don't need higher education. Like I went and got a master's in my current field and it hasn't suited me whatsoever. It was pretty much a you know, a waste of money, I basically feel. Mm. I would have been better off just like getting getting going off the bat and just finding a job and starting. Mm. Um, cause in my field experience is everything. Hmm. I mean, I, I think that my experience hearing about college is pretty similar. It, people always made it seem like in order to be successful, you have to go to college. And I think especially when you grow up in poor neighborhoods, people make that seem like that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. They're like, if you want to yeah. get out of this, you go to college or you play sports and that's how you're going to get out of poverty. So for us, I mean, and probably most people in our generation, the idea was that you're pretty much going to be poor or a loser or just it's going to be socially unacceptable mm-hmm. if you don't go to college. And I mean, I I think that a lot of people would agree in the fact that they're more unhappy because they went to college. Yeah. Like I know sure. some people in my family, I know some of my friends who didn't want to go to college and they felt that they would be socially shunned or mm-hmm. lose friends if they didn't have the college experience or if they decided that college just wasn't for them. Yeah. But I was like opposite. I've always wanted to go to college. <laughs> I was like, not necessarily for the American dream, but because I've always loved to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, mm-hmm. same. Like I, I, I loved my college experience. Mm-hmm. Do I think it was nece- necessary for for my success? No, but I that's where I learned like social justice, and I I think that a lot of the experiences I had in college are invaluable. That and experiences I wouldn't like wouldn't have learned any other way. Like honestly, had I not gone to college, I would just still be chilling on the south side. Mm-hmm. Not, not south that there's side nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with chilling on the south side, but like that's basically where I would be. Compared to now, you ain't on the south side, but you're still in Chicago. Oh, I love this city, so don't come for it. Is it good? I love her too. <laughs> I love her. you. Mm-mm. I'm trying to add more music. You got that? <laughs> hey, listeners are loving it. If you love this, <laughs> listeners, let me know. Tweet us and be like, Misha, more random singing. If you if you are like me, <laughs> you're like, please stop. <laughs> But like, so Misha, how do you, what's the American dream to you? Well, I was going to say that I think the American dream is completely, maybe not completely, but I do think that it's based in a materialistic way of looking at the world Mm -hmm. and it bases an outlook based off of material, which is to say in order to be successful, you have to have monetary gain. You have to purchase things. You have to own things Mm -hmm. and like a home you have to own a house you have to own a car you have to be able to have two kids and blah 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 and for me it's like what if what if you don't want that Mm -hmm. and for me going through college I purposely chose a major I was passionate about even though I knew it wouldn't make me money I went to grad school and went into debt even though I thought I was going to come out making 20 to 29 thousand dollars a year because I was like you know what I don't necessarily need the monetary gain in order to, to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I think you have a lot of people who are, who have been that way, people who are getting more comfortable being that way, but it's definitely not a popular way to be. Let me just tell you that. (laughs) 
it's not popular no that's you make such a good point you're right it's really about like possessions and like monetary value like you like i just feel that success is determined in dollar signs and Mm -hmm. acquired wealth um as opposed to whether or not you're happy and there's Mm -hmm. like no real value placed on just general happiness with Mm -hmm. yourself with your career if you're following your passion Mm -hmm. um and that should be the like the real american dream should be like you're able to live or survive off of doing what you love Mm -hmm. like that i think that's like i mean obviously that's i don't think the american we're in a capitalist society yep and we only define ourselves by monetary by monetary means by like wouldn't that be beautiful if just one day you just make enough money to like live and survive and be happy maybe do a little traveling like i this i don't know maybe like our generation can just start redefining what the american dream is because if we if it's like more so in that terms college is not necessarily a necessity well this this might be a little off but this it leads me to this question does your job does your career have to be something you're like you like or you're passionate about if what's important to you is the monetary is just being secure so I also know people from home who are, I know a lot of people actually who are like this, who hate their job and feel negative and down on themselves because they're in a career that they're not passionate about, that they don't like, but it leads to a very comfortable life for them. Mm-hmm. So they're able to like go on vacations and spend time with their family, even though they're spending eight hours a day in a place they don't like. So my question to you, Kat, <laughs> is is a part of being successful meaning that you have to have a job you're passionate about? Is that included in your definition? Um, I think that's like an ideal preference, but I I don't know. I've kind of reached the point in like my life and my career where not being happy is or like not being happy or passionate about what I do is a deal breaker, and that mm-hmm. like. Because I've had, for the last decade, jobs that I'm not passionate about and jobs that I'm miserable at. Mm-hmm. And it makes it completely decreases my entire quality of life. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I can't, I don't feel successful in my life. Like, I might be making money or I might be getting, like, promoted. I might have gotten, like, three promotions in three years. Mm-hmm. But that means absolutely nothing to me. Like, it means absolutely nothing because I come home, like, if I'm coming home and crying because mm-hmm. I'm so unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I, I honestly, I feel that success has to be defined in terms of, like, work-life balance, happiness. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that those can no longer be ignored, especially when um, those are, those are being more, like, those ugh, words they're hard semantics <laughs> when, the struggle when um like companies are starting to take notice and mm-hmm. promoting work-life balance and promoting um more like talent development talent management making sure that people want to stay at their jobs because they're happy there mm-hmm. and if, if like companies are realizing that they're going to be more profitable with happy employees like people need to start understanding that like it's okay to be happy at Mm -hmm. your job and it's just like sometimes like you you might have to make a giant sacrifice and leave that job that you're miserable at to obtain better opportunities that 
even if it's like a struggle or a hustle in the short mm-hmm. term, in the long term, your happiness is fully worth it. Mm. Cats, like you like, look, live your best life. Yeah, for sure. If you don't need college, don't go. <laughs> if you don't need debt, don't get it. <laughs> so this question of student loans. Mm-hmm. We or many people buy into the system of having to go to college in order to achieve the American dream. Or maybe people aren't even really thinking about the American dream, just trying to attend college because they feel like they have to, to be successful Mm -hmm. and people are going into crazy debt. Yeah. Like crazy debt. It's, it's depressing. I mean, we're sitting at this table and we have tons of debt. What, I mean, what, what are people doing to themselves? Is it worth it? So I'm just going to like preface this with saying I'm no longer in debt. I'm I'm just. But I am. I know. (laughs) Cat, she she earned her one more boot. Y'all heard that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just, well, like partly I worked three jobs in Mm -hmm. college. um, And I joined AmeriCorps right after. And they give you like, they Mm -hmm. give you some money to pay off your student Mm -hmm. loan. So that helped a lot. Uh, Just like having like three jobs, it kind of really, like I only left college with like 10,000. Oh, and debt, and then like AmeriCorps helped, and I'm really good at saving, so I'm not really in debt anymore. I have the same amount of debt as a brand new car. Yeah, as most. I mean, but also I went to state school. You went to Ivy League. You went to private, and then went to Ivy League. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I think what's so interesting to me is looking at the debt. When I look at my debt every month and I'm paying my bill every month, I still think it's worth it. For me, I think mm-hmm. it was worth it. And, you know, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm not going to be a lawyer. I'm not going to be anything that makes me six figures a year. But, and maybe, I think maybe I'm just too philosophical and too dreamy about it, but it's like the best conversations some of the best experiences came out of that time. Some mm-hmm. of the most, some of the things that shaped the way that I think the most came because I was forced to be put in an environment that was completely new to me. And I wonder if I would be the same person if I didn't go. Mm-hmm. So to me, I, I mean, that's the question for me. Not even the American dream, but is college still worth it? And for me, mm-hmm. I think it definitely was because yeah. I would be a completely different person. I would probably still love myself, <laughs> but I would be a completely different person if it wasn't for my yeah higher education experiences. Definitely. I I like definitely don't regret going to college whatsoever. It definitely was majorly influential in the person who I am now and I I like honestly don't think that I would care much about social justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I wouldn't if I never left like my little black bubble on the south side. I would never I probably wouldn't be traveling. I wouldn't do anything that was like outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then college really taught me to leave my comfort zone and mm-hmm. 
I've had amazing experiences throughout my 20s thanks to being pushed outside. Do you think... So I'm just thinking of people who are listening to this or just, you know, people we grew up with who maybe still be live who are still living in the same place they've lived, mm-hmm. still going to the same church they've still gone to, like still have the same friends they had in high school. Do you feel like you would still be that person, like still hanging with those people, so having those thoughts, so going to the same places if you wouldn't have gone to school? Do you think the same opportunity to push yourself to to challenge yourself is there without higher education? I mean, hopefully I would have grown, but like I'm not I'm not honestly sure. <laughs> and like I'm there's really like nothing indicative about the person who I was in high school that would show that I was likely to grow or like or be willing to look at life through a different perspective had I not had I not like been exposed to one a variety of other cultures and two literature um that like not only opened my eyes to other cultures but the black experience and black history throughout America which I think was really like important for me yo if it wasn't for college and grad school I probably would still be low-key racist right (laughs) Like I, don't, I wouldn't even yeah. think I would be racist. I right. would be like, race doesn't matter, and like, all lives matter. That's what matters. All matter. <laughs> and not racism. <laughs> not racist. I'm like black, and I have black friends. So I'm like <laughs> not racist, and we'll be low key racist <laughs> and internalizing racism. Yeah. That's where I would be. I think. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I probably. I probably would still be getting relaxers. No, I mean, you know, no offense to girls who get relaxers. Yo. That's show business. That's if like. I had your haircut, I would get relaxed. Don't come for my hair. <laughs> Every day I, I see do. you, you look, cover my hair tight. Look, I wasn't saying because I don't like your hair. I was saying because I don't have the patience to do your hair. That's what I mean. My hair is basically a white person's hair with a little kink. <laughs> and I think it's terrible to do. I can't imagine if you fully black. <laughs> Do you? This is the question. Okay. <laughs> now no, I'm not going to ask. It. I'm going to pull a Donald Trump. You saw the debate. <laughs> you saw the debate. I did. It was such a He said, I could have I said something really, really insecure, <laughs> really bad about Hillary. But I'm not going to do it because I'm mature. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and didn't you like my Trump impression? It sounded like Barack Obama. I know. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say anything. I was hoping that like you just lost hearing for a, a one moment and that you didn't hear that. But I, you just going well, cat. Uh, well, uh. <laughs> what do we teach people in schools if they don't want to go to college? What are we telling people? What do you want your kids to hear when they go to school? Mm, like when they're in high school and it comes to the question of when school becomes optional, whether I want them to continue. I mean, will it take a big chunk of my money, me and my husband's money? Yep. I think it's worth it for them to learn and grow as a person and for them to meet really other really cool people. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, high school, teenagers in high school is just a like general travesty. Mm-hmm. Just like 
hormones, pettiness on an all-time high. High school is a shit show. So I don't want that to be their last school experience. I mean, I think. Why are you coming for, for high schoolers so hard? You talk about me coming for people. How are you uh, coming for high schoolers? I'm talking about my personal experience. I'm talking about the experience of every person who has ever gone to high school. Yeah, my high school experience was not like that. Okay. It was. I just wanted to say. <laughs> like, sure. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, I would, I would, if my children wanted to go to college. Then I would fully support that if they wanted to embark on their own. Um, I want to. Be, I'd be like, show me your business plan. Let me like, let me know like your plan of attack. Like I'll, I'll help you network. I'll like, you know, do what I can for you. But like, if you are not prepared to hustle, mm-hmm. babe, I. I already have your college fund ready, ready, just in case. I got you. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm, I'm assuming that I will, me and my spouse will not be poor later in life. I mean, he's white. He's fine. We, we're good. You know, we're though, good. <laughs> are we, even though we grew up in poorer families, mm-hmm. are, is our conversation based off of a privileged view? I think that college does make you more privileged. Like, I think it does give you a more privileged point of view, for sure. Well, I mean, for me, there was always an out of my situation. And Mm -hmm. that out, for me particularly, was college. And I feel like I had the privilege of growing up in a family where my mom was like, yes, do it. I fully support you. I'm thinking about people who... You know, you're in the country part of the state, like where I'm from, unless you unless you want to like do a trade or something like you really are probably going to stay unless somebody's really nice and they're going to give you some money to get out of there. (laughs) But I'm just thinking about people I grew up with and some of them didn't have parents who supported them the same way I did. Mm -hmm. Even if they were like, yeah, I guess I'll go to college. You had a you know, you had parents who were like, nope. You're not doing that. And so I'm just like, I think back and I'm like, how different would their lives be if they would have had the privilege of having a parent like mine who was like, yeah, sure, follow your dreams. If that's your dream, do it. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe a little bit. I mean, like, no, I definitely see what you're, where you're coming from, but isn't that like the, like the age-old question, the path that I've taken? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit I don't know. I mean, but then at the same time, you're you're 18. At what point do you start like becoming your own person and saying like, even if your parents were like, even if my mom, oh well, okay, I already like preface this with like not really wanting to go to college, but like, and my mom was like, you're going. I don't mm-hmm. really care what you say. You're going, and it's always been planted in my head, even though. A, a lot of like my extended family mm-hmm. did not finish finish mm-hmm. school um it's just like you're gonna go you're gonna finish i'm like i'm the only one who finished in four years like some people took like a smooth 20 years uh not coming from my family but coming from my family anyway dang you came at <laughs> them like some people just need to take their time one class a year i <laughs> But, like, well, it's just because it's been, like, such an emphasis for my family the entire time. But, like, a lot of people have not been leading by example. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, I know I can 
get like go in and out like real quick just get this shit done get over with come back home with a degree hopefully mm-hmm. i'll like be more successful but i honestly i went to nonprofit right after mm-hmm. college like i'm i'm not in this for the money obviously i guess what i'm saying though is I think that kids should always be told they're smart enough to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But not I got required. Off topic. I got off topic like a motherfucker. I was going to say. You, you, came for make, your, you came for your family for like five minutes. That's, but I just let you go for it. No. I just let you go. I, I got feels about them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is like you're 18, you're an adult. You can start making your own decisions. Even if you didn't feel supported in that way, at what point... Do you say to yourself, you know what? I don't care if people told me that I couldn't do it because all I need is myself and I can do this. And like, it's just, I don't. But what about people I, like, who can't I understand. get how, how can people not get loans? I Like, there are some people who. So, for example, when I was going to college, I needed a loan, not necessarily for education because I didn't have to get a loan <laughs> for my undergrad. But, like, for example, I did have family members who did, and they had to have another family member sign for them Mm -hmm. because, obviously, most people don't have credit when they're fresh out of high school. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine somebody, like, who grew up in poverty who isn't from a supportive family, and they try to pay for college, and it's like, okay, we need somebody to sign a loan for you, you know? And it's like, oh, well, then I guess I can't go. Hmm. I, I think what I'm trying to say is there's sometimes where it's like, yo, you really try? Yeah. And you you can't. You can't. That's a tragedy. I think that's a tragedy to me. I think that college has to be available to everybody. I sound like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I think college has to be available to everybody. Yeah. But I don't think you should be feel pressured to have to do it. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to be denied college because you need somebody to sign a loan for you, and you can't find anybody to sign a loan for you. Amen. And this is why Trump should not be in the election. We're gonna get to Trump in just a moment, but is there like is there any any other feels you have about the American dream and student loans in college? No, to be quite honest, I feel like I'm living the dream. <laughs> I'm living it. So I can't I don't know if I'm at liberty to critique it. No, I am. I'll critique what I want. <laughs> I have nothing else to add, Cap. Do you have anything to add before you go on a rant? Don't spoil it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 good, but uh, we're gonna go into our next segment, which is uh we've done this last season is a rant with a rant, because my last name's a rant. Get it? But this edition is a cat takeover. Oh, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> so I've had kind of the luxury of ignoring American politics for two smooth weeks, and then let me tell you, it was beautiful. But I came back to a whole lot of foolishness in the debate, which is like, honestly, the debate wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Like, it was just like trumping a child, proving that he's a child and Hillary Sean shimmy. Hannity, Sean Hannity. What happened to you be quiet? <laughs> what happened to you be quiet? Um, uh, and like Hillary doing a little shimmy. Um, so that was like fun to watch slash a travesty for our country anyway. Things that, like, I have to say about this, like, election that has been weighing on me. Was that an me. earthquake in Oklahoma or the debate? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
So I want like everyone to take a deep look into their souls and in their spirits and really honestly, truly ask yourself if the reason you don't like Hillary, you don't trust Hillary, you feel a need to punish Hillary is because you're sexist. Now, hold up. I know you're saying you're like, no, no, man, I'm a feminist. Every. I'm not I'm not saying this lightly. All I'm saying is that a lot of what I hear from people as to why they're not supporting her, I know for a fact they would never say that about a male candidate. I can promise you, like just beyond the media coverage, what people say in their day-to-day lives, if Hillary had a penis, if Hillary was Bill, she would have smooth sailing into this White House. She's fully qualified to run this country, hands down, fully. I know people are just like, well, Donald Trump is a businessman and we need a Washington outsider. You know what businessmen do? They do business things. You know what politicians do? Write policies, talk to other countries. Like, poli- like I, don't want, I don't want a plumber working on my electricity. I want him working on my motherfucking pipes. Like, let's not... <laughs> Let's not get it fucking twisted about, like, this political cycle. Has Hillary done shitty things in the past? We've all done shitty things in the past. We've all been shitty people in the past. The important part is that she's learning and that she's growing. There's like, well, she's flip-flopping on an issue. No, she's changing her mind. She's being a human being and realizing maybe I shouldn't have voted for the Iraq war. That was really stupid. It's like Hillary voted Everyone acts like Hillary and Bernie are so far apart. 93%. 93%. That's the amount of votes that they have shared in common when they were in Senate. Wow. I guess that they're not that different. Next, I've heard so many people say, well, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna protest and I'm not going to vote. Or, no, let's just stop there. Let's go off of that motherfucking point. Your people may not have to fight to vote, but it is my God-given motherfucking right to vote in this nation. And I, to just be like, I'm a petty child who's not going to vote because I don't like the candidates. Yeah, this, yes, we don't have the dream team up for election right now. We have, we have Hillary and we have Donald, but every vote that is not towards Hillary is for Donald. I know you want to vote for the third party candidate, but now is not the time. If you want a real, if you want a serious third party candidate, you have four years. This election is basically decided. You have four years to work to make America not a two-party system, but a three-party system. If you're really serious about it, now it's not the time to protest. Now it's not the time to be petty because it's disgusting. You are only helping support Donald Trump. You don't hear any other like moderate voters being like, well, I don't like, Ugh. all right, not here or there. I'm like going off topic. But it's a rant, so you it's can do a that. Rant. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's a rant. Don't put that on my name. <laughs> my bad, girl. Um, and for people who, who also say, well, I'm just going to move out of the country, whether you actually do it or not, also a privileged thing to say, because a lot of people, like if Trump is elected, <laughs> a lot of people are stuck here. They are stuck. 
stuck here and they have to suffer and you're just like i'm in canada or like i'm in the netherlands i'm doing whatever because i can't i just like can't be in america right now like oh my god people will suffer under a trump dictatorship he is a we're you know what we're not even gonna make it because he's gonna have the nuclear codes he is gonna have the codes he's gonna start fights with north korea he's gonna start fights with other countries bring the popcorn and we're gonna all suffer we're gonna all pay the ultimate price america you know this rant is pointless because america if trump is elected will cease to exist in the next four years because it will be blown to smithereens by our opposition. I'll survive. <laughs> I'm like a roach. I'm literally like the roach of humanity. But like, just y'all, just, Hillary, if anything, is overqualified. Trump, she's being overlooked by a childish, sexist, racist bag leader of the bags of deplorables so if you want someone who is the king of the deplorables to win go ahead be petty don't vote don't like move away from the country do whatever the fuck you want but if you're gonna like but remember people are gonna suffer And I hope that your protest was worth it. I hope your pettiness was worth it because personally, people who think like, like people who think like this disgust me and I don't want you in my country anyway. I'm voting for Trump. Um, I'm looking for a new podcast partner. If anyone is interesting. Can I go on a rant for a second? (laughs) I'm voting for Trump because he's the essence of the American dream. He was born rich. That's right. That's the American dream. You born into money and then you become president. <laughs> he promised we can all do it. So um I if you're interested in being my new host on Unlearn, you can just email me at unlearnpodcast.com and we'll <laughs> hold that's our actual that's our actual email. <laughs> at gmail.com. I do want to say something, Kat. Yeah, for sure. I think one thing people overlook about politicians, and this is uh, some scholars call it the problem of dirty hands, mm-hmm. is that you don't, I'm talking generalization, mm-hmm. you don't want a pure person to be president. Yes. You don't want a pure person to be a politician. Right. This is why is I, I hope if Bernie would have been elected that he had a secret side right. where he actually <laughs> could have done some effed up stuff. Right. Because ultimately... In politics, you're going to make somebody mad and you're going to have to do some shady stuff in order to keep the country safe. Mm -hmm. Okay, if somebody's like secretly give us one person from the prison, are we going to blow you up? Like literally send a nuclear bomb. You're like, okay, for real, we can do this. It's going to be secret. Mm -hmm. I'll send it on my (laughs) private email. You know what I mean? I need somebody who can be a little shady. Right. Because they got to get their hands dirty when it's time to dig. And Hillary will get the job done. Now, what you don't want is somebody who's dirty all the time. <laughs> you know, like a Donald. Yeah. You like a dirty balance. Donald. You need that nice balance. <laughs> well, anyway, so that is a rant. Yeah, you ruined that. I can never do that segment right. again. Oh. <laughs>
Why? Y'all heard how she cussed on my name like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for swearing on Misha's name. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can email us your... I don't know your stuff at at gmail.com you can check out our website at unlearnedpodcast.com you can tweet at us at unlearned underscore shy um hit us like us on facebook follow us on twitter do all that other cute stuff um and yeah check us out you got any announcements Mimi yes next time we're introducing a segment called Ask a White Man. We need your help. Has there been a question that you've been dying to ask a white man? Submit that to us. Email us. Cat just said our email address. And we're going <laughs> to we're gonna ask somebody who's an expert on this. <laughs> an expert in whiteness. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. And happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Woo! Fuck Columbus. Bye. <laughs>